What is up, everybody? This is the Teamwork Makes the Dream Work podcast. I'm Caleb Saunders. I'm here in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, but you know, we got producer Stevie out there in Tulsa. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Yes, sir. And we got Jaybird holding it down in Bethpage, Tennessee. You know it. You know it. And then, you know, we got Big G out there in Cookville, Tennessee. Hey. And we are excited you guys are listening. We are just coming off Christmas. Um, and so, boys, how was Christmas for everybody? Was it good? Did you get uh, to eat a lot? Did you hang out with the family? Uh, how was it? Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it's so hard to go back to work. I was at work today. We're recording on a Monday, so you have all that time off. I'll say all that. It was only three three days or so, but I was traveling the week before Christmas, so then just having four days in a row, basically, where you didn't have to do anything more or less at all, and then going back to work, oh, it was a little rough. But Yeah, that's always Christmas tough. itself was was pretty nice. So, Stevie, you were in Oklahoma for, for Christmas with your wife's family, right? Yes, sir. Yes, I was. We do Thanksgiving <clears throat> with my family and Christmas with hers. Cool, cool. Jaybird, how was Christmas? Yeah, we had a good time with with family. Of course, it's always good to to just be able to relax and enjoy, you know, like Stephen said, a, a day or two of, of downtime and just celebrate Jesus, you know, his birthday, his birth, and the whole wonder of it. And you know, with uh, December to remember all the events we had that kind of popped, uh, it was just good—a good month, a good Christmas, good day, good time. Yeah, yeah, definitely. G, how was Christmas, man? Yeah, it was good. Of course, me and Jaybird essentially had the same Christmas, but, you know, it was good. Yeah, but you got to take a little time off, too. Like Stevie was saying, he got off. You guys are traveling a lot, so you got a few days off from traveling. Yeah, we almost got almost uh, almost two weeks off. Ooh. About 10, 10 or 11 days. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, Christmas for me was different. G and, and Jaybird, I would have been with them for Christmas, but my wife got COVID. <laughs> and so we had to quarantine for 10 days. And so we got to we had to I guess essentially miss every everything that we would normally do for Christmas. Um we didn't get to go uh, over to, to mom and dad's Jaybirds. Um and then we did go over to, to our grandparents, but we had to sit outside on the porch and eat food. They brought us food and, and left it at the door, and we ran up and got it, and then we ate. Um, but I will say I it, it wasn't like usual. We, we weren't able to be with family, and that was kind of disappointing And um, because I'm a tradition guy. I love uh, everything to do with Christmas and tradition and being with family and hanging out with family. But uh, it definitely – it was a – it was a step back. And so, um, not all the hustle and bustle. So that, that was kind of nice. And, uh, me and my wife got to spend Christmas together. So, so it was good, but different for sure. Different for sure. Did you miss me, G? Did you miss me, Jaybird? Not a lick. (laughs) (laughs) I did. It was like my right arm was missing. I, it, it, it was different. You That's know, your weak arm, though. Your your left arm is a little stronger. I'm a strong hand. Yeah, so I was thinking that too. That movie. <laughs> Take my good hand. Take my strong hand. So yeah, you know, looking at Caleb out the window, that was kind of tough, but uh, it was all good. We were- I actually snuck out there downwind or upwind a little bit I yeah Japer did sneak out there um but we were like dogs they were like like bringing out food and setting it on the ground we we're like we we're like poor mutts no, it, was but kind of, I, 
I wanted to ask Johnny, do you think it gave you a, a good perspective of people who maybe have to deal with that all the time or, or, you know, people who have to visit loved ones in the hospital? Like it gave you a different perspective for sure, right? Oh yeah, definitely. It makes you appreciate, uh, and, you know, kind of identify with people who have been through that and so much worse, you know, for us, it was just, you know, looking at Caleb out the window, we still got to talk. He still got to interact somewhat. Uh, but some folks exactly that have loved ones in the hospital that they can't see, that they can't talk to, uh, definitely hard. And and some folks have, have walked a, a tough path through this whole COVID thing. You know, it, it'd be good when we finally see that light at the end of the tunnel and this thing wraps up and we get somewhat normal again. But Piggy, yeah, definitely. Kind of piggybacking off that too is just like, what, like people that don't have you know, necessarily a strong family or, or really anything to do on Christmas. So that perspective, and then also like our healthcare workers or our veterans over, or not veterans, our, our military overseas or uh, the firefighters or, or police officers on duty at the time. Um, so that does, Steve, that's a good thought, a different perspective for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that you guys, it's looking to the window, you know, you know, it's not quite the same. You can't hug, you can't love on them, but at least you guys were able to be in town, you know, just on the other side of a piece of glass. <laughs> yeah. There's always a bright side, right? Yeah. And uh, my wife is doing better. And so that's, um, that is a good thing as well. She's feeling much better. So yeah, definitely. Good. But it was different. Um, but yeah, Jaybird, got a thought for us this week? Yeah. Heading into new year, you know, you kind of get that mindset of, all right, time for a fresh start, time to clean the board, time to start anew. Uh, but the verse that kind of popped in my mind as I was kind of thinking about what to share on podcasts today was Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. And that says, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. And I thought, you know, in my mind, back in my day, I guess the analogy is the eraser on the chalkboard. You just kind of erase everything off and you start, you start fresh. I guess with you guys, I guess it's kind of the dry erase board that you clean off or the smart board that you hit clear, you know. But regardless of, of kind of how you picture that, just starting anew, starting afresh. And, and thank the Lord, His mercies are new for us each and every day. And of course, daily, that means yearly as well. But kind of picture it as if I'm burning through the Lord's goodness and mercy each day. You know, some days are great. Some days I blow it. Uh, but no matter how bad that day might be, man, come the next morning, God's mercies are fresh and new and sustaining again. And so heading into the new year, that's kind of my thought. Man, it's, it's been another tough year in a lot of ways. God's blessed in a lot of ways, so I'm not complaining by any means. But some folks have had a tough path. But thank God, man, we God's mercies are fresh daily. And so keep that in mind as we head to this new year. Man, it's time to get a fresh start, a fresh look, kind of get refreshed uh, to go out and, and tackle 2022. Amen? Yeah, amen. That's good. That's uh, that's kind of like the picture of our, our walk in, in, in Christianity, like having uh, Jesus as Lord. Like we have a new start each every day. So I love that thought, Jaybird. That's good. Yeah, kind of not to pick on your age but it reminds me of the uh, when you said chalkboard i think like you get detention or you get in trouble for saying something you got to smack off the, the erasers and get the chalk dust everywhere you know stay after school and clean the erasers <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i don't think i don't think 
when we were in high school, Stevie and, and G, we didn't have chalkboards, did we? I think there were. I think Miss Haddad had one like my first year, and then she got a smart board like immediately after. So you know it's bad. So me, G, and Garrett, Stevie was a uh, a senior when I was a freshman, and G was a junior when I was a freshman, right? That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And yeah. um, we had, I mean, it was pretty, I guess we were we were more advanced. We went to a, a Christian private school um, and they had like those, uh, what do they call those? Was it a smart board? They had a few of those yeah. smart boards. But yeah. <laughs> but not to not to hate on our college by any means. Uh, we, we enjoyed our college and thankful for being able to get the education we did going to college. But then we went to college and <laughs> I'm pretty sure that they were all chalkboards at college. Is it- yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that right, guys? So yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> and, and I think some of the chalk was from the eighties. So, um, but I don't know how we got on on that. But uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, good thought, Jaybird. Good thought. What we got next, producer Stevie? Let's. Uh, I know you you weren't there because, as you said, you had some some COVID. But we had another December to remember event. I think we need to recap. Yeah, on, yeah? yeah. We had the third event, and like Stevie said, since uh, we were quarantine quarantine, me and my wife, Jaybird and G took uh, took on that that uh, that event. So tell us about it, Jaybird and G. Yeah, we missed you being shorthanded because we had about thirty kids and moms and 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 people just. Uh, all over the place as we went out for this event, which was great. Uh, yeah, and I it, was super bummed because I was this is I was so excited for this event, so excited. Yeah, this is kind of one we've been building towards for a long time. Uh, ha- have had it down planned, and and so as it arrived, Caleb and Madison sick, which left us as far as staff goes shorthanded handling so many kids and and moms, and it was a little chaotic at first. If you guys are, are not familiar with Nashville and the Gaylord, the Opperland Gaylord Hotel, man, they do a big Christmas put on every year where it's themed out and they've got different things you can do there on their campus, on their property. And so a couple of things that they offered was ice skating. They've got these ice skating rings that they set up and then snow tubing down a, 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 an ice kind of hill, which was very cool. But a lot, it draws a lot of people. And so it was crowded. It was a little chaotic. Um, they arrived there. We finally got them all wristband up so they could do these these activities. And uh, you could tell a lot of these kids come from kind of rough backgrounds and they don't get a lot of extra stuff. They don't get to do a lot of activities. And so you could see it in their eyes as they arrived off the bus. They're just looking around trying to take it all in. I'm sure it was a little overwhelming as many people that as were around. When um, when you say a- that, J- Jay Bird, it kind of just makes me think of like when you go, uh, you know, like the first time you go to Disney World or something. Is that kind of what what you saw in the, the kids' eyes? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like they weren't sure what to think. Like, well, what's going on here? You know, almost like, man, this looks cool, but but I'm not sure what to do. And so uh, we got them banded up, and Garrett kind of went to the ice skating part. It took several of the kids over there. Garrett, maybe you can kind of explain how they struggled to ice skate a little bit until a few of them got the hang of it. Yeah, I think they, uh, like half of them were scraping their ankle bones. There, those skates were so <laughs> so loose. They they weren't. They were more or less uh, scooting across than they were skating. It was pretty funny. It was pretty fun. They were clinging to the walls for life to try to skate in that ring. Yeah, and from the pictures that you guys sent me, there was a like Jaybird was saying, there's a good bit of people there. So there's a lot of people in the ice skating rink. 
Um, but you guys sent a few videos of them skating. It was cute. It was, uh, it was really cute. Go on, go on. Yeah. So Jaybird, you with us? Oh uh, yeah. I kind of lost, uh, kind of blanked out there for a second. My mic went, did something funky, but anyway, uh, yes, several of them struggled to stay up on the skates. Uh, I think there are a few back plants. I think I sent you some of those pictures, but, uh, all in all, several of them got the hang of it pretty quick. You know how kids are. They pick up on it. And so it was fun to see them out there skating and having fun. And then kind of across the the little midway there, they had like a guy singing Christmas carols and, and different songs. They had a big Christmas tree in the middle, which was like the, the town square, I guess you'd say, for their setup. Uh, but across the way was where the snow tubing went on. And, uh, man, they loved it. They loved it. You, you kind of get your tube, you go up. And then you slide down the course, which it's pretty steep at the beginning. And then it kind of flattens out as they come to a, a stop there at the bottom of the hill. But man, the smiles, the chuckles, the screams as they started down the hill, it was just great. Uh, and I would, if, if you've not checked out any of our social media, go back to, to last week and kind of check out those pictures. You'll enjoy seeing the smiles. And to me, that, that was one of the biggest parts is seeing the smiles on their faces you know, again, they, they come from some pretty rough circumstances through no doing of their own. You know, these kids are kind of trapped into what the choices their parents have made. And so some of them have it kind of tough. So to see them have fun, uh, just put a smile on my face and, you know, just sharing the joys of Christmas. Um, and so we had a great time there at, at the Gaylord Hotel. Ultimately, after a few hours, I think we were there like two hours and 20 minutes of the kids just continually doing something and having fun. Uh, we got to go back to the Nashville Mission. We used their um, spot, one of their rooms, one of their staffing rooms, to actually have a pizza party. And let me right here give a shout out to Pizza Ranch in Hendersonville uh, for supplying the pizza for the night. Of course, you know kids oh, love pizza. Pizza love, Ranch is I so good. Pizza. Pizza, pizza Ranch is the best. It is good. The first time... The first time that I ever experienced Pizza Ranch was uh, Garrett G told us about it. Garrett was playing freshman. He was a freshman in college playing football and baseball. Um, and where was it? Where did we go? What state was it? Was it out near Stevie? Was it in Oklahoma? There's yeah, there's some Pizza Jaybird? Ranches out here. I think it was. I think it was in Iowa. Iowa. Us. I, I don't yeah. know, but G they took got, us. Yeah, it was good. Go they on. got locations in Iowa, and then actually, Kay, you might be kind of. <clears throat> Uh, around that same time frame, as far as years go, we did a mission trip out to oh, yeah. uh, South Dakota. Oh, yeah. And on that South Dakota trip, outside of Rapid City somewhere, we hit a pizza ranch with everybody on the mission trip. So, uh, but yeah, Pizza Ranch is great. And again, thanks to Chris. Thank you, Chris. At the Pizza Ranch in Hendersonville. Yeah. Yeah. So, how many kids did you end up, like, how many kids were there, Johnny? There were about 30 altogether. Um, and that, that includes some kids and some single mothers. Uh, there were a few last minute that couldn't make it, but then uh, a couple that we didn't have down ended up showing up and, and the Nashville mission gave them the invite. And so it was good. We, we went back, had the pizza, and then I got to share the Christmas story with them, which is awesome. Uh, and again, they're all wide eyed and, and they're, they're half worn out because of all the skating and snow yeah. tubing. And so we had their attention and told them the Christmas story. Uh, and then we got to give them a present too. 
which is great. You know, who knows how many gifts, if any other gifts, some of those kids will get this, this Christmas or, you know, of course, Christmas has passed now. Who knows what they got? But we made sure that they had it, at least one gift. They heard the Christmas story uh, and they were told that they were loved, you know. And so good day, great event, you know. And, and also I'm talking about the kids a lot, but even in the faces of the mothers, the single mothers that were there, you could tell they were appreciative that that we're able to do something that that made their kids day, you know. And they had fun, too. Uh, one mom, I think, enjoyed snow tubing just as much. As yeah, I saw on some of the pictures you guys too. sent that there was some mothers snow tubing too. So yeah, that's yeah. awesome. It, it was good. And one of the girls, I think she was a seventh grader. Uh, at some point, she came up to me, gave me a high five, and said, "This is the best day ever." <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, man, that is just so cool that we can give those kids a good day. Uh, and of course, the best part, we got to share Jesus with them. Uh, pray with them and, and also the mothers try to give them a little bit of encouragement so man is a great activity Garrett him and his wife Amber they sang some songs some Christmas songs Garrett actually let us in a game tell them a little bit about the game that, that you let us in Garrett yeah we did that same uh at 12 days of Christmas that we did at the what's the uh what's that rest what's stop that other ministry rest stop yeah, yeah. Where we did the twelve days of Christmas, and we, I bet that was yeah. fun with the kids. How'd it go? Yeah, the kids loved it. Some of the moms, I drug them into dancing a little bit. <laughs> one one lady was a uh, was a uh, was it eleven? What's what's the maids of milk and dad? Is it eleven? Uh, no, uh, ten, oh right? Ten, ten maids of milk. Yeah, ten. Well, she was uh, milking. It looked like she's milking a cow. It was funny, <laughs> but it was awesome. it was good. Yeah, they enjoyed it. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah. Garrett had them all cracking up. And again, he kind of had to go over the top to get some of those moms to get involved and actually kind of do the, whatever their character was, whatever day they were to kind of act that out. So it was hilarious. We all got to laugh at each other. Somehow I ended up, me and uh, Grams ended up with a partridge in the pear tree, the very first one. So we had to repeat ours yep. every <laughs> yep. verse. That's what I had at rest stop. You had to do it every time, 12 times. <laughs> But it was great. And, and the ladies there, staff at, at the Nashville Mission, we kind of worked with two ladies, our primary contact named Holly. Uh, she was great. And she was very appreciative, too. Um, you know, and, and by her indications, nobody had came in and done anything with the kids age group uh, for, for Thanksgiving or Christmas this year. Oh, man. And so we kind of filled a need that they had. And she said it had been a long time. Uh, even since they'd done, you know, something like an off-campus activity. Uh, and so she loved it. She enjoyed it as well, her and, and her other, the other staff there. And so all around, man, the Lord blessed. It was a fun night. It was a good night. And, and I do believe it was a beneficial night just for the state of mind for those moms and to, to put a little encouragement and smile on those kids. So good time. Yeah, and... And, and you kind of said that at the end. I'm sure, I know the Nashville Rescue Mission, get, they get a, a good bit of donations and, and maybe like that's through financial giving or through like, you know, clothes and, and whatnot. But that's the thing, like that's good and that's needed, but just spending that time with the, the kids and the moms, 
I'm telling you, it probably made their whole Christmas. And so, yeah, that's that's awesome. Oh, a- absolutely. It's that one-on-one time, that, <clears throat> that time where you're face-to-face and just laughing together and, and singing together. Uh, you know, they won't remember people who maybe uh, support the Nashville mission in other ways, but they're not going to forget the interaction they had with, with our staff uh, in that activity. So, yeah, you're absolutely right, Caleb. Yeah, and so that's awesome. That's awesome. Hey, so maybe I'm jumping the gun here. I don't. I hope I'm not. But talking about impact, can you give us some numbers? I think you have some looking back statistics of the impacts that we've all made this year. Yeah, I mean, so at the beginning of the year, Teamwork's relatively a, a young ministry organization. We started in 2018. The Lord has blessed us over the years. But each year uh, we sit down and we, we try to write out some some goals or accomplishments that we want to uh, move forward in, in the, the new coming year. And so, yes, we're super pumped to just share a few of these uh, goals that we've we've accomplished or just things that maybe we didn't really uh, write down on paper and say, hey, we hope to do this, but that the Lord just still blessed. Um, and so one of the things was Jaybird, he he mentioned, we always do outreach events. We've, we've done them since we started our ministry, the organization, um, but we didn't necessarily uh, do them um, regularly, meaning like uh, if something just popped up or, or we saw a need, we would go and do an outreach event. But Jaybird, he came to me and he was like, hey, let's try to do an outreach event each month next year. Um, and so that's what we did. We shot for an, an outreach event each month um, this past year. And I was going back counting, um, and we actually we passed that. We actually did 22 outreach events um, this past year, which is it's amazing. We've done things with fire stations, police stations, uh, schools, homeless ministries, um, sex trafficking ministries. And so praise the Lord that he's used us in those ways. Um, our outreach events have really, really uh, just kind of blown up and flourished over the past year. And so... Yeah, 22 hours. That's pretty That's pretty exciting, ain't it, Jaybird? Yeah, it is. And some things like we had planned out, and of course, we put on the calendar certain events that we want to try to do. And as other things popped up around what we were planning, we just included them as well. Like there was some disaster relief stuff that we did. I don't know if you guys remember uh, earlier in the year when this flooding happened in Waverly, Tennessee. Man, we got to be a part of, of kind of lending a hand and... and helping with that, taking supplies and different things. Uh, I'm thinking clear back. I, I think some tornadoes hit in Noonan, Georgia. We were able to be yeah, a part Noonan. Of, of giving them some relief and doing some different things and partnering with some church groups down there. Actually, we partnered with a couple of different churches here in the Nashville area. I'm thinking of the 180 Church in Clarksville and uh, TDF, yeah. some Fellowship here in Nashville that kind of supplied some of the things that we took to Noonan, Georgia. So. Uh, some things that we had planned on doing, we got done. And then as things popped up, we were able to include those in some of our outreach events as well. Yeah, and we are firm believers that um, if you're willing, the Lord will, uh, he will give uh, different opportunities. And so, uh, yeah, so we've done 22 outreach events this past year. And let me tell you, if you're on here listening and you're a supporter, your support, your donation helps us to do these things. And so thank you so much. Thank you for um, sacrifice, uh, sacrificing and, and giving towards these events. We appreciate it. Um, and we want you to know that something else that, uh, we got to do this past year that the Lord opened doors to is we got to put on our, uh, our first and 
um, kind of teamwork conference. We called it a, a breakout session down in Florida with a, a youth group. And so that's something that we have not done before and, and that we're going to plan to do even more this next coming year. Um, and so we've put on a, a little conference and we hope that expands. We hope they get bigger. We hope we put on more all over the country. Uh, we have big visions, um, but the Lord's bless us. We, we were able to do that. Uh, our missions has uh, expanded. We've got new partnerships. We've working with new people in different states. And so we're really excited uh, about that over this past year. Um, tell them a little bit uh, about our, our mission excursion trip that we did this past year. Uh, G or, or Jaybird, one of you, why don't, why don't you share? Go ahead, G. Yeah, well, the trip was good. Uh, I think, was it was it last week, Kay, where we had Bradley? Yeah, Bradley yeah, we had on. Brad Bradley. On. Bradley was on, on the trip that, that Kay was referring to. Uh, yeah, that was awesome. That was a great trip. And, and I think it was kind of a, kind of one that, that wasn't necessarily expected, but it kind of, kind of came to us and, and we, we got it together, uh, you know, cause COVID had, had ruined a couple of things that, you know, that you had on the books for a while. Um, but this trip just, the Lord kind of blessed us with, with the ability and the opportunity to take some college students on this trip. And was it June, June, July? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hit, we were a little bit of both. Of both yeah, yeah. I think the end of June, beginning of July, um, and and it, it was just a really a really cool trip. You know, not only were we able to to do ministry with those students, but we were able to allow them to see just some amazing sights that you know some folks will you know will never even get to see and get to experience. Yeah, um, and just visit different places that you know some people will never get to, and, and they were able to do ministry together, you know, visit some really cool places, see some really cool sites, you know, and just grow overall as, as, as students, as people, as adults and, and as Christians in their walk. So it was really good. Yeah. yeah, that's good. And I like how you said, see different places and do some different things. Uh, we actually called the, the particular trip that we're talking about. This one is called a mission excursion. And, you know, we had exactly the picture in our minds as a staff what excursion meant. But as the kids started flowing in on this trip, they're like, okay, so we're not sure what an excursion is. What what exactly is that? And basically me and Caleb kind of laughed and, and chuckled, but you know, we get out and, and see God's creation. Uh, part of what we do when we're not on mission or doing a project or out witnessing, uh, man, we feed into the students that are with us uh, about creation, you know, about a biblical worldview. Caleb is big into apologetics, and so we had some apologetics sessions sitting on the rim of the Grand Canyon. Now, how cool is that? You know, and so the excursion part of our mission trips is enjoying God's creation, seeing God's thumbprint pressed into the places that we're at. You know, and, and this particular trip they're mentioning, we saw some gorgeous, absolutely outstanding places and uh, God's creation. So that's what excursion means. But, you know, and one of the kind of talking to the, some of the kids that were on this particular trip, one of them mentioned seeing God's beauty and creation. But then he mentioned, you know, as people, we're God's creation, too. And so as we got to feed into people and witness and share Jesus, I thought, man, this is the best of both worlds. We see God's creation in nature and we see God's creation in human beings. And we got to minister through both of those outlets, I guess you would say. And Garrett, one of my favorite days is, is when you guys played music 
And we were in some of the First Amendment areas at the Grand Canyon, and we got to witness and hand out Bibles and pray with people uh, and encourage folks and seeing folks stop and pray and cry and share. Uh, man, that was a great day. Yeah, and so uh, kind of piggybacking off what you just said there, Jayford, uh, some of the kids are like, what is an excursion? One of the kids, he was like, so we're going to the Garden of the Gods. Is that like just a, a nice garden? And if you've ever heard of Garden of the Gods or know what Garden of the Gods is, it's actually just like a beautiful state park with all kinds of rock formations. I'm pretty sure it's been voted like the number one state park for like the past 10 years. It's and actually a city park. Oh, city, city park. park. See, city yeah. park. Yeah. And so that that's kind of funny. But yeah, that, that was uh, one of our mission trips where we ministered to homeless people, inner city kids, people at the Grand Canyon, like Jaybird was talking about. Um, and just an awesome mission trip. So our missions has expanded and uh, we're, we're thankful for that. Something else that um, has flourished is we were actually able to go into about 10 different schools this past year um, and talk about Christian leadership and Christian history. And so we're really passionate about both Christian leadership and Christian history. And so we just love feeding into the younger generation, the next uh, individuals that are coming up in our um, country and, and our culture and our society, um, these students, they're looking for something. They want something real. They want something genuine. And so what better place to go into other than schools, right? Um, and, and talk about Christian leadership, Jesus Christ, um, foundations that we believe as Christians and just pour into them and then talk about Christian history. Um, so yeah, that's something else. Jaybird, do you want to add anything about the, the schools that we've been into? No, as far as, you know, you, you nailed it. As far as if you want to reach the next gen, man, the way to do that is, is hit students. And uh, we kind of, uh, the Lord opens doors and gives opportunities in different ways. A lot of times we'll start by ministering to the staff at a school to get our foot in the door to reach students down the line. And so as we see God put pieces together and every school we go to, it's a little bit different. Uh, because administrations are different, principals are different, counties are different, and, and of course, states are different on what they allow us to come in and do. Uh, and we go to public schools a lot. We go to Christian schools some. Um, but again, each situation is different. But seeing how the Lord's open doors and, and lets us minister, it's kind of cool. And of course, be in prayer for that. Uh, some places it starts small and we got to grow that relationship. Uh, other places, the door is wide open and we jump in with both feet and, and start ministering right away. So it's a process a lot of times building rapport with some of these schools and finding Christian administrators, Christian teachers that'll let us come in and, and just share. And of course, we, we don't overstep our boundaries. We Sometimes it, it takes a while to build these relationships, but watch, watching God put things together for us uh, to ultimately uh, share the gospel and scripture and, and Jesus Christ. It's just, it's cool. It's cool. And I'm looking forward to 2022 and hitting even more schools than we did in 21. Oh yeah. We were, uh, you guys were moving and shaking in 21. So why don't we look ahead a little bit? You, you mentioned you had some goals that we surpassed this year in 21. So do you, have you set your goals yet for next year or what are some things that you want to aim to do in 22? Oh man, Stevie, there's a lot. I thought, Producer Stevie, I thought we were going to do that in the next podcast. Um, hey, I mean, give, give them a tease, just a little tease. All right, we'll give them a, a little bit of a, a tease. Something that you guys, uh, if you've been listening and keeping up with our podcast, um, that we have shared with you guys on the podcast, we haven't made it an official on social media yet, but we got 
um, some property, 12 acres, um, beautiful land uh, right near Fall Creek Falls State Park, about five minutes from a waterfall. Uh, we got 12 acres. We got a chapel building that uh, sits 300. We got um, a bunkhouse that'll sleep 100 plus. We got a, um, a kitchen um, and, and cafeteria area that will seat 250 plus. And then we got seven other cabins on the property that will sleep um, about eight individuals. And so, man, that's just, I still can't believe it when I say it, but we, we are acquiring this property and we're super pumped about it. Um, but something that we are looking uh, to in this next coming year is to really, really um, just raise support and finances to pour into our new uh, Teamwork Missions Retreat Center. Uh, we want to see lives changed on this property. We want to see lives um, li- lived out for the glory of Christ. And uh, we want to host Christian apologetics conferences, Christian leadership conferences. We want to uh, bring in uh, veteran families and, and pour into these families that may be broken. We want to bring in uh, maybe handicapped and disabled individuals and just put on a, um, a, a beautiful camp week for them and just pour into them. We want to do so much with our property, um, but we also want to make it, uh, we want to pour into it and, and make it a lot better than it is. What do you say, Jaybird? What about that? Yeah, absolutely. We've got big visions, big dreams, and we're just now starting to, to get some of that to come into focus, Steve. You're asking for a little bit of tease and, and Caleb did a good job of describing some of the vision we have, but there's a lot of work to be done. Uh, there's some funds that are going to have to be raised and, and it's miraculous how the Lord provided this, this property to us uh, to do ministry. And it, the property itself has a great legacy of Christian ministry going on there through the years. There's been uh, over 1500 people, that have accepted the Lord, been saved on this property through through camps and different types of ministry. So we're excited to to just extend and, and go forward with with the good things that have already been going on there. But it's a little rundown. It needs a facelift. It needs some remodel. It needs some refreshing. And we see some new buildings also popping up on the property. Uh, and this is going to be a process. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. But man, I'm excited about what we're going to be able to do in 2022 on this property. Oh yeah, so, for sure. And I don't doubt that you guys are the exact people for the job. You know, uh, what is it for? What is what do they say in Esther? You know, for a time such as this, that's you guys. Yeah, you for know? a time. Yeah, yeah, for such a time as for this. For such a time yeah. as this. Stevie, yeah, it's funny so you say that. Prayer. We just. Uh, yeah, be in prayer definitely, Stevie. It's funny you say that. We just uh, we just made um, and it's about to come out. We made like a, a Christian history uh, promo video, and one of it's either me or Jaybird. I can't remember if I said it or he said it, but we we quote that. So Stevie's all over it, man. He's reading our minds. Well, I love that verse. It's yeah. helped me out quite a bit. So why don't we move on just to, just a little bit? Let's talk about the new year on, on a more personal level. Like what are, if you guys do you believe in new year's resolutions? Do you have one? What do you, what do you think? Oh yeah. I, I, I believe in, uh, setting some, some new year's, uh, resolutions for sure. And that's the, that's kind of what everybody does. I would say whether they write it down or just think in their head, like I want to do something, um, better this year. I want to do this this year. I want to, uh, maybe it's, I'm sure the number one thing is right. Like I want to get healthier. I want to lose weight, um, or get back in shape. Um, but yeah, I, I write down things. I've been writing down things over the past week. 
Um, I don't know about you guys. Do you guys write any New Year's resolutions down? I don't. I've honestly, I'm gonna be completely real with you. Uh, for the longest time, I thought that New Year's resolutions were very stupid. Pretty silly. Like, really? No, like nobody keeps them. You last till like maybe the end of January, you know. But I, I've kind of come around just a little bit, not a whole lot. I still think they're a little. Well, I would agree overrated. with you. I would say that most people probably uh, drop off their New Year's resolutions. I don't know uh, if it's a month in. I don't even know if it's a month in. It might be less than that. Jaybird, right. you got any statistics? I, I, I'm sure you got some kind of statistic for us. <laughs> well, on that. Uh, here's what I know. Uh, you know, almost every year I, I, it's, it, again, it, it, maybe it doesn't have anything to do with being the new year, but it's just a time to wipe off the chalkboard and start anew. And so of course, you know, I'm a big guy on, on the podcast. You can't tell that, but I'm a big guy. And so last year I thought, man, I want to lose a little bit of weight. And so I can report to you, I only gained seven pounds last year. (laughs) (laughs) Jay Bird, you lost weight, man. (laughs) No, I actually did. I lost about 30 pounds last year. Wow, that's great. But uh, but anyway, uh, again, I'm kind of with you, Stevie. I used to have that mindset of why even bother with something you know you're not going to keep up with. But, you know, it, it is statistically, I guess, accurate that uh, you're more apt to do things if you write them down. And so I have become one of those guys that write things down, that journal more journal more than I ever used to in my younger days. So I'd encourage you, man, maybe pick out just one thing. Don't overwhelm yourself with a bunch of things to try, but find something you think, I could do better at that. Write it down, write down your goals, uh, and then go for it. You know, there's no magic dust or... Stevie, Steve, I got a question. So, like, say you want to do something better or... Say you, you and your wife are like, hey, we want to uh, do this this year together or something like that. Like, how do you, how does that, pro- like, what are the steps you take if you, well, you know what I mean? I, just on a regular, it doesn't have to be New Year's, but just on a yeah, regular basis. I don't really, I've kind of wanted to do this. And I actually meant to talk to you about this, like not involving the podcast, but just in general. What I want to do, I don't currently do this, is have like a, so my wife and I just, we've been in the house a little bit over a year. We just, when we moved out to Oklahoma, we got a, a new house. Um, so we were in an apartment for a few months and then we built a house. So I have like a little, they call it a pocket office. It's not very big, but I have my own little space here. You know, that's where we're recording at. And I want to have a vision board of some kind, like whether it's a whiteboard, a chalkboard, a, you know, a bulletin board, something in here that I could write, hey, these are my goals. For- yeah this month, this year, whatever, something like that. And I wanted to ask you about that because I felt like, for one, it ties into leadership. And I think that vision boards are very important to the overall mission of what you're doing, you know. But currently, I don't, I mean, we'll have that conversation and then just kind of, we'll talk about it a few times a week or as it comes up. But I don't have any kind of written, we don't have any kind of, this is very surprising if you know me, but we don't actually have any kind of physical structure currently for that it's more of a we hold each other accountable and just talk about it anytime we need to yeah but i would like to have some kind of physical visual uh vision board you know well i yeah, like that good. thought yeah i know i like good. that vision board thought i'm a i'm a learner like sitting in class and seeing the teacher write stuff down and, and teaching me um so yeah i love that thought but i would kind of I, you asked what i thought about it i would kind of say like i kind of picture it like a coach getting ready for a new season. 
So like any good coach, I would say probably has some type of plan. Uh, gee, you played, you played uh, college football and baseball. When you went to, you know, preseason workouts or when you got to school before um, classes actually started, did the coach probably had a plan when you came in the first couple of days, G? Yeah, of course. I mean, if, if usually if you, I think uh, I did look up some statistics while you guys were talking. Um, and I mean, this, this goes hand in hand with that. Yeah. Obviously a coach would have something that he's gonna, I mean, as for me, for me, from experience, I mean, before I even went to school, dad will remember this they mailed me or they, they emailed me and printed off like a 12, 15 page, uh, workout sheet. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that was before I even stepped foot on campus. Um, but as far as, uh, like setting goals and actually setting resolutions, um, from last year, this, this site that I'm on, um, or from this year, 20, they just, this, uh, article was written in last month in November. It says, um, people that have goals, but don't like physically set resolutions, only 4% of people actually, uh, after the first six months are still staying true to those goals that they had in their mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's I kind of, that's surprising, but also not surprising at the same time, you know, because to me, I kind of look at it and this is probably a little bit of a professional lens coming through to personal life, but in a perfect world, we would, you would sit down and have one kind of big, let's call it an event where like a new year's resolution type thing where you sit down and you plan it all out and you say, this is, this is what I want to do differently. These are my goals. These are my, you're casting your vision for improvement. Right. But in reality, I look at it kind of more of a, it's, it's iterations. It's a process. You're going through different iterations of your goals. Like it's, you can't just set one big giant lofty goal, say, you know, a lot of people want to lose weight. Like Johnny was saying, you can't say, I want to lose 60 pounds this year and then have that be the end of it. I look at it more as like, it's a process. It's an, you're going through different iterations of yourself along the way. So say, Hey, in order it's backwards planning, right? So that we were big on this at Randall house, you set your end goal and you work backwards from there. So if you say, I want to be able to deadlift 150 more pounds than I'm currently deadlifting or, or whatever, you have to work backwards from there. How many is that for an entire year? Right. And then you break it down you say, well, I need to be gaining 10 pounds of, of lift every two weeks, for example. So you break it down and you're going more through iterations and keeping more of a process throughout the entire thing. So even with teamwork missions, if you say, I want to do 24 events this year and I want to reach X amount of people, you break it down. just So you backwards plan that and you go just a little bit at a time and you say, okay, so we need to have an event every other week. We need to try to average this many people reached, which is going to cost us this much money. So therefore we need to fundraise X amount. You know what I mean? Like you look at it more of a process and less of just a, Hey, here's the goal and let's just hurry up and get there. If that makes sense. No. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I, I do. I get what you're saying for sure. But I also think, um, like I was saying, like if a coach has a plan at the beginning of the year, um, I guess kind of my thought on it is now we come to this point, the end of the year where it's like, all right, let's look and see what maybe didn't go as planned. Uh, let's see how we can rework this or, or redraw this or, uh, figure out a better system to figure it out. If that makes sense. But no, I, I completely agree with you. And I had some thoughts on kind of what you were just saying. Um, but, uh, let me first say, when I, when I think about how to pursue and accomplish goals that I write down, jot down, or think for the new year, um, I think that you have to be consistent 
uh, with the habits, consistency. Um, but like you were saying, <clears throat> you kind of look at it as a big picture, right, Stevie? Yeah. Yeah, big picture. But with the same time, I think you have to take it a day at a time, which turns into a week at a time, and then to a month at a time, and, and you know, like so on, it, it goes on, it goes on uh, longer past the month to a year. Um, but I do agree with you. You kind of have to look at it as a big picture. Um, right. You have to look at it. I mean, it's still a ladder. It just has a lot of steps, right? You can't just say it's not a ramp. You're not sliding down it, right? So you, you set the goal and then you figure out how to achieve the goal. It's not just a, I'm going to get there. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, <clears throat> kind of going off uh, or just kind of going on with this same thought. I read an article um, over a book and the book was is called, you guys may have heard about it. I don't know. Um, but the it's called The Infinite Game. Anybody read that on here? No. I like the title though. Mm-mm. Well, just breaking no, down the book, ba- you guys haven't, breaking down the book kind of, uh, it's all about having like a long view of life. So kind of what you were saying, Stevie. Um, about seeing things as bigger than the short-term goals, but it's kind of it's kind of funny to me. I kind of think of that, and and that's definitely right. And it's kind of what you were saying, Stevie. But you still have to take it um, at the same time. You got to remember to take it as a day at a time to be consistent. Um, but anyways, going on with this article, uh, the kind of the thought behind this book, the Infinite Game. Um, it's a game that continues on without end, right? Uh, this calls. For a different mindset, though, when you start thinking about it, because the goal isn't to win the game, but it's just to keep the game going. And so, Stevie, I think you're all over it for sure. That's I yeah, was just so yeah. yeah, that's a good thought. It's you just have to set yourself up for success and not for failure, and you do that by having realistic, achievable steps towards the goal. So, why don't we wrap up by giving not Ooh, necessarily? I, I got to throw something in real sure. quick, and I'll be brief. I'm with you up to about 90% of having realistic goals, uh, finding ways, charting your path to get to where you want to be. Uh, but man, Steve, Caleb, and Caleb, you know this. I like to throw in things that I know I can't do on my own. Things I know God is going to have to perform. You know, things beyond me, things beyond us, things beyond teamwork. Uh, man, and I pray for those things. And I guess you can say my chart, you know, I, I give it up to God uh, for some of that. You know, again, we've got to be realistic. We've got to to do our part. But man, I lean on God to do things that I can't do, things I can't even imagine, like the property that we're acquiring. Yeah. That, that was beyond my planning. And thank God, man, some of it, I'm expecting great things to happen through nothing but faith, if yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, and, and Stevie, piggybacking off of that, this uh, this kind of thought, this quote or whatever you want to call it is kind of what Jaybird's saying, but pray bold prayers because God honors bold prayers. Or, or I'm sorry, I butchered that. Pray bold prayers because bold prayers honor God. I butchered it again. Jaybird, how am I butchering this? I say it all the time. No, no you're right. <laughs> no, it's uh, um, God. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm all confused now. I'm sorry. But anyways, basically saying that God will honor those bold prayers because those those bold prayers honor God. And so I'm I'm with Jaybird. We do pray those big bold, bold prayers. Stevie, I know you're a very uh realistic guy. What I what 
Would that be accurate? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I'm very linear. I'm very logical. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, you have to have that frame of mindset as well, but I feel like you also have to have that, that thought um, as well, or or belief that, Hey, God's going to take care of us. God's going to take this ministry further and bigger than we could ever imagine. And so, and that's, that's why you and I, and all of us work so good together. Cause you reach for the stars and I drag you back down to earth and then you make me go <laughs> sub gravity a little bit. No, you know? that's so right. <laughs> and, and even Jaybird, you heard Jaybird stop behind it, but even Jaybird has to pull me down from the star sometime. <laughs> I got all of these thoughts and, and, uh, ambitions and, and like, and, and Jaybird does too as well, but sometimes I get ahead of myself. Um, but yeah. sometimes Caleb's floating directly into the sun. <laughs> He's about to burn up. Isn't there that, that Roman myth about the guy who flew too close to the sun? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so why true. don't we wrap up by saying some personal, not teamwork related, hopefully, because we'll save that for next time. But give me a, a personal New Year's resolution if you've set one already, and then we'll close out. Jaybird, you want to go first, or yeah, yeah, I'll start again with with probably the most common, the most standard. Be a little bit more healthier in 2022. I think in 21, I did drop a little weight. I want to continue that trend. I'm trending smaller. <laughs> nice. So uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep that up and eat a little healthier. But something that uh, me and my wife have been in a lot of different states through ministry and mission trips and just traveling in general. Uh, but there's there's like five or six states that we haven't hit. And so, of course, one's Hawaii and Alaska, the ones that are far off. Um, But then there's a few others. I'd like to hit at least two of those four states that are still within the continental U.S. uh, in 2022. At least two of them in the coming year. So, Okay, I like that. Look out Minnesota. Look out maybe Oregon. Uh, I haven't been to North Dakota. And Iowa, I've only landed at the airport once so I, i'm not counting that one let so me guess the last two let me guess the last two jaybird alaska and hawaii yeah he already yeah. said that oh uh, did you, you say that <laughs> i think <laughs> it has to have cut out no 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 it has to have cut out okay i guess i'll go yeah, next one? yeah yeah good um so last year like i said i do write new year's resolutions i think i got it from jaybird um but some that I jotted down was I want to get a, a board somewhere in my house, kind of like what you were saying, Stephen, but not necessarily, um, I guess a little bit different, uh, maybe like one of the boards that you just pin stuff on. And I want to write yeah. prayer requests and praise requests on it so I can see them um, and I can oh, remember yeah. to pray them and I can remember to praise the Lord for what he's answered. And so that's uh, one thing that I want to start doing for sure. And then... Kind of going off of what Jaybird said, something that uh, me and my wife, we we talked about doing this year and we did not come around to is we want to take an overnight train ride somewhere. Like, I don't know what kind of train. I don't know if it's Amtrak or, or what else there is, but like, have you guys ever wanted to just like go on a train ride, but like sleep on it too? You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no. there's there's no. one at Christmas time. I, th- I want to say. <laughs> did you say Kansas. no? <laughs> No. <laughs> wow. Wait, what did you say, no. Steve? My wife oh. was telling me her and her dad did one. I want to say it's it was kind of close to here because obviously she's from Tulsa, but it's like it's a beautiful one that I think it goes out of Kansas and into Colorado. Oh yeah, it, it, it's it's like Polar Express style without the Christmas part, you know. But and you, you can, can stay the you night on that. it. 
Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, we've looked at a lot. We looked at we're thinking about trying to go to like Canada and like hitting all the the beautiful spots I, up I'm there. I'm thinking that I'm thinking that one's Thomas the train engine. <laughs> yeah, two two train. Uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. No, all right, no, Garrett. That, that is very up. cool. Very cool. Uh, I think I think always like that. So you always want to try to be a little more healthy or whatever. But I kind of been thinking I want to I want to read more. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. More reading. Can I find you on Goodreads? Uh, I, I'd be honest with you, I have no idea what that is. It's a. It's okay. an app. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it's like a social media for people can see what you read and you set reading goals and stuff like that. No, I just buy books. Like real <laughs> Old school. Books. I like it. Hey, actual how, books. how about this? We do a uh, 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 teamwork makes the dream work podcast. We'll do a book book board. Uh, have you seen those before? Uh, Is that what it's called? Uh, a yeah, book, I, I a book review episode. But yeah, I'm talking about us four going through Let's a book write together. A book. All four Let's, of us write a book. Man, that's a good idea, Johnny. I like that. Us four will go through a book and then we'll talk about it uh, from episode to episode uh, until we get through the book anyway. I like that a lot. I, actually. Hey, I got a lot of good leadership books that we can maybe read together. <laughs> maybe we could start with the infinite. Okay. Uh, the, what, or what is it? I forgot now. Infinite game. <laughs> okay. So mine is not nearly as fun or as meaningful as any of y'all. As, as you know, I've historically been against these, but I, I was talking to Taylor, my wife the other day and, I told her, I said, you know, I, I want to resolve to stop eating lunch at my desk at work every day. Like, it, I feel like that is not very healthy, like not getting a break at all, you know, just sitting there answering emails while you're eating. That's kind of lame, first of all. So, like, I just want to resolve to like, go to the park, go eat literally anywhere else <laughs> for my better mental health, you yeah, know. Yeah, give your brain then, a break. Yeah, but I just, it's so easy to just get caught up and be like, oh, well, I need to finish this or I need to finish that. And especially, you know, I have a, a child on the way for those who have missed that my wife is pregnant and so yeah. the second the second thing that i want to resolve is I, it's kind of this is a little different because it's not like i i haven't done this because i don't have a kid yet but i want to resolve to make sure that i'm spending time with my son or daughter you know i want i want to make sure that i'm i'm being a present father and reading the children's bible to them before bed you know stuff like that so I love it, Stevie. Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Stevie, can I leave our uh, Christian leaders with, I'll, I'll be like 30 seconds, two thoughts. Oh, you're going to make me time you? No, yeah, yeah, time me. <laughs> just for our Christian leaders <laughs> right, out there, it. if you're leading somebody or you're in, a, I don't know, just the area of your life you get to um, kind of guide people, I would say look at your system um, of how your leaders, you're leading as you go into 2022, meaning Try to reproduce leaders. Don't try to reproduce yourself. And I guess that kind of comes back to pride. I I deal with that as well, right? Like we don't want people to mimic us. We want them to to be Christian leaders. So uh, take them through scripture, take them through Proverbs. So that's the first one. And then second, uh, look at your commitment, right? Like Stevie was saying, he looks at this uh, kind of as the big picture. And that's how how you got to look at it. Are you committed uh, to stay on track and to continue um, for the long haul. So that's basically all, Stevie. Look at your system and look at your commitment. I just wanted to leave that with Christian leaders. Uh, that yeah, are I like here. it. Look at you growing up before my eyes. <laughs> uh, I, I learn. Right. I, I get to learn a few things from the program I'm in. <laughs> G, nobody, nobody responded to G's. He said that we were going to write a book. Nobody like that on here. Maybe the no, church I mouse. Love that idea. 
I think my resolution <laughs> is is uh, Stephen moving back to Nashville. Yeah, I like that too. If the Lord sees fit, I'll be there. I mean, he already told me you needed to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Now he needs to tell me too, right? <laughs> yeah. No, he sent me to uh, to tell you Steve. to let you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Awesome. I'm the man. I'm the man. The hairy man in the wilderness, well, crying, crying. I, I know that you're not telling the truth because you didn't preface that with fear not. So I'm so sorry. <laughs> he is a hairy man. He's not lying there. <laughs> All, right, All right. All right. Sign us out. Yep. This is the Teamwork Makes a Dreamer podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, we hope that your your New Year starts out well. We will catch you next time. See you on the flip side. Peace. Hey, take advantage of our uh, discount going on through January 1. Wow, Caleb forgot it. Good job, Caleb. Yeah, I did forget it. (laughs) All right, see you guys next time.